Mmm, hello. This is Sean Anderson with Joe DeLeon and surprise guest Miles Gardia on your brand new Thursday episodes of Get to the Point. Welcome. Welcome, folks. I'm glad to be here. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing very well. I am excited. I've been getting good feedback, waiting for our little surprise, which is our new implementation of a second show for the week for our fans. Why don't you break it down for us, Sean? What is different for today than it usually is? So on Tuesdays, for those that regularly listen to us, you get to have high analytical discussions of recent events that have happened in the NFL. College football sometimes will stray into there, especially during draft season. It'll be really analytical. It'll be debate factor. It'll be recent occurrences in the NFL. Thursdays are for the more casual sports fans that just want to hear kind of a fun guy sports talk show. Would you agree with that? Yeah, uh, no, no. I mean, yeah, no, per- perfect explanation there. I just we're we're trying to make things a little bit more casual. We want to have a day in which we can bring guests on and we don't talk for three hours because you know three heads sometimes can be a lot to talk and just have a little bit of fun, a little a little bit of layback for some people that want a little bit of different of a listening experience. And we're going to be giving it to folks uh, in, in this manner. Yes, and because we're so popular here at school and we're so uh, cool with our team, they're all asking us to come on. Uh, but the first granted opportunity for a guest goes to Mr. Miles Gardia from Petaluma, California. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to be out here and talk some football with you guys. So uh, let's get it on. For some background information, Miles is a senior. He wears number 52 on the field. He plays linebacker. Number one in our hearts, folks. He also plays a little bit of fullback, too, and he can kick the ball pretty well. Thank you. I do appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Miles, I was really interested to have you on the show this time because last night in my bed, because of my sleep apnea, I can't go to sleep because I'm so heavy, Um, I was thinking up. That can't I'm, be the only problem. That, you the <laughs> <laughs> that was also a little dark. I don't. I, I don't know if anyone is really ready for. That. I wasn't ready. I don't know that you have these problems, Sean. Joe, do you want to talk about Joe's it? Joe's face just lights up like, oh, that's a new do, occurrence. Sean, Sean, do you want to talk about it? No, I'm okay. I want to talk about uh, a premonition I had of Ooh, good some recent NFL players that have retired, maybe a little before their time, maybe at the right time. But I was in my bed. I'm thinking, what happened to Patrick Willis? Will he make the Hall of Fame one day? Will he? Will he get in there? And I'm like, oh, well, Miles is a, a diehard 49ers fan. Yes. So that's I'd love correct. to ask you this question: Do you believe that he should be in the Hall of Fame? 100. percent There's not one doubt in my mind. He is. I mean, him and Navarro Bowman are two of my favorite linebackers ever on the 49ers, and I believe 100 percent that he will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Joe, do you want to uh, – I'll break down the stats here. Oh, you have your – I mean, I do, do have the to? stats up. I'll let, you, I'll let you break it down. Patrick Patrick Willis in his career, 732 tackles, 20 and a half sacks. Big, that's a big number for a linebacker. 16 forced fumbles, 8 interceptions, 5-time All-Pro, 7-time Pro Bowl linebacker. But uh, the only thing, though, that I, I'm, I don't mean to probably talking over your point a little bit, but the only thing that, I, that I'm not really that content with his – his resume is, if many of you remember, he kind of abruptly retired at the age of 30. He called it short. Yeah, he called it very, very short. A lot of linebackers these days have been playing up until they're you know, about 35 years old, typically. You get a guy like James Harrison, who I think was 38 when he retired, and Patrick Willis was one of the first few to retire very, very early in awareness of his head injuries. But I, I think that's honestly the biggest... You know, knock on his resume, it it, it kind of diminishes his numbers, don't you think? 
I think he put up such spectacular number numbers, and I'll let Miles get to his point. Uh, he was fun to watch, and he was um, a pain to play against for sure. So, I mean, watching the 49ers my whole life, uh, against any team we played, if he was out there, we had a shot. We had a shot if he was out there. If Patrick Willis was playing, there was a chance we were winning because when I was younger, the 49ers offense was terrible. Like, I, my first NFL game, uh, let's see, I think it was at, I think it was called Monster Park at the time. It was, who was it? It was Baltimore versus the Niners, and I swear to God, the end score of the game was 6-3 to three because both defenses <laughs> were so good. There was three field goals made in that game. I really I mean, wish we had – I don't mean to cut you off. I uh, really wish we had, like, a stats guy that could go check that because I really want to know right now like, I mean, if I, that I, I, was I, I, exactly the score. No, it was. I Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wish we did have a stats – I mean, if this was the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast, we'd have a guy in the back yeah. with a laptop. He'd right also now. have a weed guy too probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that, that was my first NFL game. So, offensively, I knew that we were shit. But, I mean, you have, you have, when you have a defense that good – and you're playing another defense like that, like you're going to get games that come out to just field goals. And the way that the game has changed now, so it's more of a passing offense, I mean, you're getting a lot higher scoring, but back then it was all defense for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I, I you were saying that they always had a shot of winning. I remember for the longest time until Alex Smith really kind of came into his own that the 49ers were just terrible. I I always thought they were just bad. I couldn't really watch them. That's, that's, that's really no... You know, knock on the 49ers franchise, but well, you, well, I mean, you know, in the early 2000s, they were not the best. It's a true testament to a real fan when you're still like your team when they're losing. I, I know, I wasn't, like I say wasn't that. saying that. No, I was just saying though that he made that team a lot better than it was at times. And Miles, those 49ers did have one of the future Hall of Fame members that you and I discussed, Frank Gore. Yeah, that's that is true. Um, I'll I'll talk a little bit about Frank Gore. So. Right now, he's playing for the Miami Dolphins, um, but long time, he played 10 years in San Francisco, and then he played a short three years for the Colts, and now he's entering his first year with Miami. Um, I mean, Frank Gore, everyone doubted him. Uh, he had two ACL tears, uh, the first in March of 2002. Uh, he tore his ACL um, in spring practice. After that happened, a lot of people didn't think that he'd have a shot um, in going to the league. Because right, right before he tore that, he actually uh, he beat out future Hall of Famer, uh, or not Hall of Famer, future NFL player. Uh, Clinton okay. Portis? No, wait, are you no. talking about at Miami? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. What yeah, is his name? He was with the Broncos about. and – Willis um, McGahee. Yes, yeah, yes, Willis, yes, McGahee, yes, Willis yes. McGahee. So What a squad. He, yeah, mm. yeah, my, yeah, the U was lit. That, that's almost like that Alabama running back core that had Alvin Kamara, TJ Yeldon, Derrick Henry – and I'm missing one here. Oh, and um, no, who's the other? Uh, I'm completely blanking here. There, there was a fifth guy in there, but it it had all of these guys. Some of them ended oh, up Kenyon, leaving. Um, oh, Kenyon Drake, and it had all these NFL running backs in it. And it's crazy, you know. It's crazy that Miami's kind of dropped off a little bit, but that's what it used to be like. So, so back to the ACL tear. So mm-hmm. he tore the first one in 2002, and he also tore his meniscus in the same play in that spring practice. Gets back from that. We get to October 2nd, 2003. I don't remember if it was the same knee or the different knee, but he tears his ACL again, October 2nd, 2003, against West Virginia. I mean, 
after that, I know any analyst would say, you know, Frank Gore is not going to make it. Anyone with two ACL tears, you know, your chances are very slim. But if we look at the stats, right now he's ranked fourth in all-time rushing yards. And, I mean, his company is, I mean, it doesn't get any better. you got Barry Sanders sitting at three. You got Walter Payton sitting at number two, and of course you have Emmett Smith sitting at one. So I mean, he's still playing. I mean, those yards are going to keep going up. Will he catch Barry Sanders? We'll see. Yeah, and I, I one thing with with Gore, and you, you touched upon it, was that the two ACL tears. I think any draft analyst would have would have deemed him undraftable. But the guy's thirty five years old right now, and he's still chugging. There's very very few guys, especially at. And I'm looking at the notes you have here. At five nine, that's tiny for a running back. At five nine, that he's able to keep playing, you know, at the point he is in his career, the amount of hits that a guy like him takes. He's a power-based running back. He loves contact. He's not really juking anyone out of their shorts, or I mean, he, he's capable of doing it. But his his first go-to is always to break tackles with his power. And oh yeah, he's going downhill at you. Yeah, hundred percent downhill, and he he's just been he's been playing consistently. We, he almost he's that that guy that just doesn't go away. We always just kind of keep hearing Frank Gore, and you're like, oh, he's not going to keep doing well. And here he is, thirty-five years old. Well, I mean, you look at Frank Gore, and I'm just going to throw this name out there. But you you talked about his attitude, like when he runs the ball. How about Marshawn Lynch? I'm just going to throw that out there. We don't have to talk <laughs> about it too much, but that guy, he is a problem out there. His attitude and his work ethic is second to none. I mean, we talk about Frank Gore being a downhill runner and, you know, being the smash mouth running back. I mean, you got – I mean, Marshawn Lynch is the same thing, and he's still in the league too. Will, I mean, will Marshawn Lynch be in the Hall of Fame? Oof. After that run against the Saints in the playoffs, yes. I gotta, I gotta see what his final numbers look like because I don't want to just hand out a Hall of Fame because of you know some of these crazy plays that he made. He obviously has the potential to do so. He's won the popularity contest. Also. Oh, oh, easily. Everyone loves so, Marshawn Lynch. He, he's a walking meme to some extent. Well, let me remind you, um, he went to Cal Berkeley, so that was very close to where I grew up. So I got to see him and Deshaun Jackson play there. So that was that was fun. Yeah, but go, going back to Marshawn though, I just, I don't. I don't know if I give it to him. I, I'm curious to see where he ranks though right now, as far as all-time rushing. I don't think he will be in the Hall of Fame. I think there are too many other good running backs that have yet to get in. Yeah, like you got Adrian Peterson, who's probably going to be. He's going to be first ballot. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There's there's a ton of guys that are just in this almost retire. Or uh, Lashawn McCoy might might be in the conversation. I, I would I would put Marshawn Lynch over Lashawn McCoy really? in the Hall of Fame. Really? Yes. Well, I I mean the or, the or age just, difference between the two is a little bit a little bit more significant. Marshawn probably has two more years left on his the tread on his tires, but Lashawn McCoy might what is he twenty nine, and I think Marshawn's thirty two. If I were just to guess off the top of my head, right. or maybe he's twenty eight. Uh, Lashawn's going to play a few more years, and if some of you didn't know, he did a uh, um two years of uh, prep school, so he's a little bit older despite not being in the league as long. So he might be able to make it a little bit further than Marshawn. I, I don't know. I feel like he's going to finish with better stats than. So, Lynchwood. so looking at Marshawn, um, he's had 11 seasons. He's going in his, into his 11th season right now. He has six seasons with over 1,000 rushing yards. So that's over 50% of the years he's played. Okay. I mean, that that, does, that doesn't complete the, oh, he's going to make it to the Hall of Fame. But, yeah. I mean, how many guys have that many, you know, 1,000-yard rushing yards? What, or, he's what, is, years, his, what is his career totals? Yeah, he's eclipsed 10,000, correct? So, yeah, he's at 10,303. With a total of 146. That's game normally played. that's in Emmett, Emmett Smith is 16, right? 
Emmett 18. Smith is eighteen thousand three hundred fifty-five. I mean, th- those are good numbers. You eclipse ten. I think you have a really good well, shot. Well, let, yeah. me, let me remind you, he is thirty-two. So if he is as good as I'm saying he's going to be, he's still got three or four years left in him. And we just talked about Frank Gore being age thirty-five. I mean, he I, he could get up there. He he's. I mean, yeah, he's four thousand yards off from catching Frank Gore. But I mean, I mean, he probably. I mean, he might make it in the top ten. How many touchdowns does he have, Miles? Uh, touchdowns. He has eighty-four. Oh, so he is more than uh, one of our other candidates on the show, Stephen Jackson. Uh, how many? Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson has seventy-eight touchdowns. I like how we got this this uh, running back talk uh, going. Eleven hundred or eleven thousand four hundred yards. So he's got more yards than Marshawn, but less touchdowns. Which is kind of surprising because that was what what Stephen Jackson's bread and butter was, and at the very end of his career when he was with the. New England Patriots for that very very even, yeah, but brief stint. They just then. brought it, but they brought him in literally just to for goal line situations because they needed a a dump truck like running back. <laughs> that, that, no, that's <laughs> literally, that's literally what he was it was being used for was was basically to act as a dump truck. But I I, I honestly I find that pretty surprising though. But I if I'm gonna pick a guy between Marshawn and and Stephen Jackson, I'm probably gonna go Marshawn. Oh, I don't think I don't think Stephen Jackson did as much in his career. I think he carried the team, uh, the old St. Louis Rams, when they were just terrible. Yeah. They might have been 0-32 for two seasons if Steven Jackson wasn't on the team. Okay, I'll give you that. Being being a 49ers fan um, and having the Rams in our conference, I'm, I'm going to agree with Sean because, I mean, <laughs> the Rams really weren't that good. And because they had him at running back, I think it did like give him a chance to win a couple games. So, Joe, do you have uh, one guy that you think could potentially make it? Well, I I'm honestly kind of wish we came in here with only running backs. I think that would have been a more oh. a little bit more fun of a conversation. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Because I do kind of <laughs> like this, but I when you prefaced this this topic and you gave it to me during class, I started to think who can I pick that would piss Sean off. And so since <laughs> since Miles went with somebody that's currently. In the league, which is a violation of the rule. It, First it's guest it's already breaking violation. the rule. Of the Excuse game. me. Let me remind you. I was given the memo ten minutes okay, before we got okay. here. So, oh you're come welcome. on, man! Don't break us down like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be to be fair, to be fair, our production department was a little bit behind on some paperwork. We didn't get to you in time. You know, it's just that kind of stuff. See, the sad thing is, I'm technically the production department, but um, <laughs> but oh really? So, no, I, okay. It was okay. it was a joke, Sean. It was a joke. Get to the point. Get to the point. But I was trying to think of someone who I can use to piss Sean off, and I think it's a fair guy because he's towards the end of his career to an extent. Frank Gore fits because he's towards the end of his career. But but my guy, though, Zach Diossi. So I'm sure most of you folks are like, who the hell is Zach Diossi? Well, there are no long snappers currently in the National Football League Hall of Fame. And I, if I'm correct, Diossi has probably the longest tenure with – any with any, what was throwing up the X for? Why'd you was oh, like a, nothing? Just continue you're just your throwing point. up the X. Okay, um, I don't think any long snapper has been with a team that long over 10 years. Most of the time, and I'm sure most of you guys don't really know. And, and when we had, um, I'm blanking on his Ryan name, Ryan Weeks, when we had Ryan Weeks on, he kind of touched about the whole market with specialists. And ten, the, the way it tends to work is that. As soon as one of these guys gets hurt, they cut them and then they sign a new guy. They're so replaceable. Um, few of them are really any different in their quality. But a couple of years ago, Zach Diossi broke his wrist or his arm. They brought in Tyler Ott. 
for the remainder of the season, and they and they brought him back. He's I'm pretty sure he's also the highest paid long snapper in the league. Just to be that level of consistency, but also to be known for a very long time. Yes, I know he went to Brown. I know you're pointing that stat out, but to be known, Joe, Joe you know what week it is, right? Yes, I know it's Brown Week. You, you know he follows me. He follows and me on Twitter, so I, I have care, to give him a little Joe, bit of love. Joe, um, I don't care if he follows I, you. So to your Zach, house. I really hope you listen to he this. He follows podcast. Joe on Twitter. Joe, yeah, he's I don't, on I, the I, Giants. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me. No, but this, Joe, me I don't care if he follows you into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this is <laughs> a this is a family show here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even close. Um, but oh, but the, the, to finish my point though is just for a majority of his career, he's been known as probably one of the best coverage line long snappers in the league. He used to be a linebacker that they transitioned to long snapper when they drafted him. I just I think that if if you're gonna bring a long snapper into the Hall of Fame, which we had the first punter recently with Ray Guy a few years ago, and I don't even think we have had a kicker yet. If you're gonna bring a long snapper in in a few years, I think the guy to do it, or not in a few years, probably in 20 years, the guy to do it would be Zach Diasi. Yeah. Would you um just a quick insider question? Yes. So you and I both play Madden, and I'm assuming Miles does as well. Have you ever created you a can't, long snapper? You can't. I've <laughs> tried. I oh honestly. God. So, Joe, Joe, what would be the point of having a create a player long snapper? Like, I mean, come on. You know, oh, for, I'm going to go down and make a couple tackles. All right, before I say this, Miles said shit, so now I get to say it. For shits and giggles, I would just kind of <laughs> just be like, hey, let's see what happens. One time, one time. Well, hold on, hold on. Like, Does that work for all words I say? No, no, could, no, no. You can't. You can't. No, no. We don't have the. No. We don't have the editing capabilities yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't have the patience to sift through this and wait for every single time. We have you nobody. Curse. We have nobody marking the time either. Like big time podcasts. Like if yeah. someone curses, they'll just oh mark the dot, add in a little bleep. We'll yeah. continue. Oh, uh, he said something messed up. We're gonna have to cut that out. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> but literally, literally last year, I was so bored one day. I think it was during finals or something. I was like, I'm going to make a team of all kickers and punters and see if I can win a game with them. And I went out there with my team of all kickers and punters, Marquette King at running back. I forget who I had a quarterback. But I went out there and I lost like 60 to nothing to the the Detroit Lions. It was It was bad. It was really, really bad. What did you expect? I mean, I thought I could at least. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, to be joke. You know, you come off as a smart guy. <laughs> let me tell you. Now, I've heard you say some stupid stuff today, just like that. Yeah. Who'd you play? You said you played the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And okay. What was, right, what was the right. score? What was the score? To be fair, you I know, don't what think was they, the score. What was the score? It was like it was like I stopped it at forty-five nothing. I'm like, oh I'm my do- god, I don't want to keep playing god. this. But no, because what kept what kept happening is I kept. It is not fair that the ratings they give on some of these passer ratings on these quarterbacks, or sorry, on these on these punters, because some of them actually used to play quarterback. Um, I'm trying to think. One guy was actually uh, recruited to play quarterback at Oregon State, and then the coaches transferred him to uh, to punter, and I made him the quarterback. I'm blanking on his name, but I mean, come on, they're not going to have a 30 passer rating. They can complete a 15 yard pass. Every time he dropped back and he threw the ball, the ball literally did this arcing loop and then fell and hit the ground, or well, it was picked off. Well, one thing you got to also think about is, you know, passing in college, being a quarterback in college, if you look at that compared to passing in the NFL, I mean, you can't really compare it. It's two different games because okay, okay, but, okay, you're, you're against yes. the best of the best, so it has to be looked at that way, and you can't, oh, he was a good passer in college, but he went to, what do you say, punter? Yeah, they they transfer him to punter. There's probably a reason for that. No, but the point I'm trying to make though is why can't he just make a simple 15 yard throw? I, I mean, I feel like 
So this was not a fun sports video game experience. This was not a fun sport. I'm just saying have, that is frustrating. Do you have he, any fun sports video game experiences? Because every time that we play, you end up <laughs> in an outrage. Um, is there any sports video game that you like? Yes, and I, you know, it's a good, it's a good little transition to what we wanted to close things out with. But oh, oh we're not closing things out completely. Yet. We this. have a little bit of a surprise for for Miles, but we're going to get to that. But I, I, we want to talk a little bit of best video games and. Frankly, my favorite sports video game that I have ever played, and I hope that I, I don't think Miles or Sean's going to say this one, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping Miles will say it too. NCAA Football 14. Yes, the last NCAA football game hit exactly what we wanted, and then just fell off the map. So, I, I honestly, I, I can't remember what it's called. Was it Dynasty or was it like Dynasty mode? Yeah, it was Dynasty. Or mode. are you so thinking you of Road to Glory? No, no, no. Uh, it's when we started in high school. Road, that's Road to Glory. Yeah, you start in high school and you make your way up, and then you, you know, it tells you, oh, you have an offer from Texas, oh, you have an offer from Oregon, blah, blah, blah. And then you have to kind of pick out which one that you think would fit best for you. That was so much fun. That was my first recruiting process, <laughs> <laughs> and it was my best. Yeah, for the, for the kids out there that were playing high school football, you got to actually feel like people wanted you. I think it's better than um, what they do in other sports games now with the like the storyline being like super in depth. Like mm. no one wants to sit and watch that like cut screen BS like for five minutes or something. Like no one wants to do that. I mean, you want to play the game. Two K's kind of done it a little bit better, but EA has completely fallen off. Like it, it doesn't even relate to the. It's a completely separate part of the the, the game. It's like watching a movie and then so, occasionally kicking a ball so or for throwing it. For you two, you're yes. putting NCAA football fourteen. Over NFL Street Two. Oh, uh, I didn't know we were talking about that. Uh, if if you're asking me, um, it seems like you both have deep emotional ties. No, to no, 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 no. Hold <laughs> on, Sean, hold you're on, gonna on. get really mad at me when I say this, but I never played it. So, well, damn. Sean's about to walk out. Just vamp first. Okay, there, there's two. Take a breather. Okay, so there's two games that you know you could play to settle like arguments. Um. One Modern being, Warfare 2. No, no, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going back a little farther. I'm talking about Super Smash Bros. Yes, yes. I'm talking GameCube, Super Smash Bros. And uh, what did you say, 2002, uh, what was it? NFL Street 2. Yeah, NFL Street 2. I mean, if you had beef to settle, get, you know, get the strap, grab the sticks, let's go. You know, <laughs> no, it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't yeah. get bored of it. You can you hurt people. You're jumping over people. I, well, they had Game Breaker in that, right? Yeah, Game, yeah, Bra- game Breaker they, was, was like you the get Game Breaker thing in the world. It's game over. It was win. awesome. Yeah, you could. It was. It was parkour meets football meets no referees, hardest hits, awesome catches. It was. It, uh, it's the greatest football game I've ever well, played. Well, let me ask you. Have you guys ever played Slugfest baseball? I don't know the year, but, like, any Slugfest baseball game? No. no. You're running around the bases. You're literally socking the dude, like, who plays second base. You're punching him and getting fights during the baseball game. It's it's great. Okay, what what about this one? Have either of you guys played any of the original NBA Jam games? I have not, admittedly. I, I wish I did. I have really. not. Very I, fun. How, yeah, what is it like? It's almost like NFL Street where there's just – they're blown up – uh, animations of the person's head and you can like catch fire and then all your shots hit and then you can just throw up these ridiculous alley-oops it, it's just fun and it's so basic also it's not like 2k where there are all these uh, different controls and it's so intricate it's just a basic video game that's a lot of fun so I know we're talking about games that like yep. that were fun but let me just ask you this will there ever be a good lacrosse video game and should there be? For somebody who's watched a couple people 
because I played lacrosse and a couple idiots that I knew bought it <laughs> who's watched people play it. No, there's not going to be because nobody nobody wants to in, in actually invest the money into making that game good. No developer wants to pick it up. If anyone actually noticed, um, and I'm you know I'm well, hoping it, it, they appreciate it sim- it's similar to ho- how hockey plays. Yeah, but no, but the problem is though is that nobody wa- you need a good engine for a game like that. So if you don't have it, the physics of the game are going to be completely screwed up. But it's kind of a, a f- uh, interesting um, juxtaposition here is that, and I'm hoping they acknowledge my shout out. You know, maybe if they happen to listen to it, um, Immaculate Vision Gaming is trying to bring back college football, and that got a sh- will the players sh- be getting paid? No, it's it, oh, so. they don't have licensing yet, but and it, they're not using real teams or anything like that. Oh, so but the the point I'm trying to make though is that they got a ton of funding and and like support from people, but these lacrosse games can't. Like it just shows that it's a matter of what people like, and not enough people are really into lacrosse yet. Sean, do you have anything to say about it? I I did see that. I mean, every couple months or so on Twitter, you see uh, RT if this is the best. Uh, video game of all time. It's always NCAA 14. I, I guess I have to respect it, but NFL Street 2 has my heart. Now, before we wrap up, Miles, mm-hmm. and this is a new bit that we're going to do with all our guests. I'm excited. So you claim you're from California. <laughs> I do. Okay. And if you can't see, uh, I raise my hand. We have a couple. No one uh, can see. We have a couple <laughs> questions Put for your you. Hand on the Bible, Miles. <laughs> we have a couple questions for you to prove it here. All right, All right let's go. you ready? Yep. What animal is raised more in California than any other U.S. state? What animal? Yes. Wait, can I can I take a guess just for shits and giggles? Have I'm, you? I mean, have you seen? If he gets, a, if I, he gets, I would, a, I, would, no. I would either say oh, okay. so. I'll let you both answer. All right, so if uh, he gets it wrong, I'm getting a guess. Joe, stop. <laughs> so, when I was growing up. Or actually, before I was growing up, my town of Petaluma, we were known as the egg basket of the world. So if you're asking me when I was born there, I would say chickens. Now I would probably say beef cattle. I'd probably say wow. Yeah, yeah I would. My say guess beef was cattle. eagles. Okay, um, Joe, shut up. <laughs> Miles, your first guess was almost spot on. It's turkey. Okay. Turkeys are the most raised animal in California. No, any other U.S. He, state. I will. You can see turkeys running around in the morning near my house. So Those are wild turkeys. Joe's though. a turkey. Yeah, you You're are a turkey, turkey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miles. O for one. Um, next question. Give me a half point. What is the There's tallest? No point what is the game. tallest mountain in California? The tallest mountain in California. Um, the answer is not Arnold Schwarzenegger's ego. This is. You know, to determine uh, whether or not he is from California. Folks. I'm trying to think of. I mean, I'm from Northern California. Is it in Southern California? Because if it is, I'm. I mean, California's a huge state. Just I, take your best guess. These are some tough questions. The tallest. I mean, I'll say the closest one to my house. I'll say Mount Tam. That is incorrect. It is Mount Whitney. Sick. I don't even <laughs> think whoever that was named after would have guessed. The that. third question. Miles, not looking good for you. The <laughs> third question, what is the largest county in California? Orange County. That is incorrect. What is it? Really? San Bernardino. Oh, that, that's Southern California. It, okay. That's not correct pronunciation, is it? No, it's San Bernardino. Yeah, that's I, I saw thought. the R. San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah, he's from really sound like folks. He grew <laughs> up in the, he's from Alexandria. You want to talk about you want to talk about big <laughs> mountains? Yeah, Sean grew out of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an orc from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miles, 0 for three. Looking like you're more from like Washington or Oregon here. Okay. 
Fallbrook is known as the blank capital of the world and holds a blank festival every year. Say that one more time. Fallbrook. Fallbrook. Well, first of all. Is that a name of a town or a city? Yeah, what, yeah, what is that? I believe it's a county. If you don't know the I'm answer, pro- I don't know if you should be asking this it's question. It's a food. I mean, how about that? That should be no, a no, simple. No, no, no. What, what is, is food? No, 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 no. What is Fallbrook? It's a place in California. But what specifically? I'm from Northern California, Sean. Northern, you're asking me all this stuff about Southern California. I believe this is a Southern California spot. So you should have done your research and looked up where freaking Fallbrook is. is known as the blank capital of the world and holds a blank festival every year. It's uh, a food. Okay. Fallbrook is known as a blank. Have you even heard of Fallbrook before? Nope, but um, you know, you miss all the shots you never take, Joe. So, okay. uh, just, Michael just, J. Scott, just think <laughs> of a food from California. Oh God, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, tacos. Tacos. That is you. You had it. You had it. And so you dro- close. You dropped the ball. What was it? Avocado. Avocado. Oh, oh avocado. Okay. Yeah, I like avocado. You get good avocados out there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're really from California. You put a little salt and pepper on them. <laughs> it's great. It's a healthy snack, healthy fats. Um, yeah, it's it's good for you. Could you bring us some avocados? Uh, bring Joe av- all your avocados. Yes. I can't stand them. I'll I'll bring what we make in New Jersey best, which is pollution. I'll bring some for you. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you go get a jar and just fill me up a <laughs> bottle of <laughs> pollution? I, I mean, that thing that that jar or bottle, whatever, bring you is going to be straight dark black like that. I don't, I don't know if you want that. <laughs> Is it, is that a, that's all the questions you got from me? That's all the questions. Yes. Oh, for four. God. So, Call, I, I mean, I think I, I think it is a big state. Yes. I'll give them that. It yeah. is a big state. I think if you, our, were to, if you were to drive from the top of California up near Eureka all the way down to San Diego, right by the border, right next like to Mexico. It's like 14 hours, isn't it? It's like 14 and a half. Now, Jesus. if you drove, I think it's around 14 or 15 hours south of here in Rhode Island, we'd be in Tennessee. Okay, how Let's many, just to give you, know, you an idea of how and, big it and is. And to better put things into perspective, if you drove from the top of Rhode Island to the bottom, it would probably take you 15 minutes. That would <laughs> get me from Petaluma <laughs> to Healdsburg. <laughs> now, uh, realistically, it would take you an hour if, in Rhode Island. Diagonally. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think our goal for this is probably to get everyone to go over for 4, right? I, I think so, to prove that yeah. nobody knows anything about their states. Those questions were bushly. So, okay. Sean, you better come in with New how Jersey many, questions. Uh, how many gallons of wine does Napa Valley produce every year? Ooh. Do you know this off Who the top of your head? Who knows that? <laughs> <laughs> You're from oh, wine s- country, are you not? No, I am. Sonoma is really close, probably like uh, 15, just 20 put- minutes. And then Napa is about half an hour away from where I live. So you're asking me how many... how. I will pay you a million dollars. I'll take a loan out. I'll call. I'll make the calls. If you find someone that knows what is it? How many? How, how many, many gallons, gallons of wine come out without looking it up, just off the top of their head? I will write you a check for a million dollars. Well, I looked it up, and, and you heard it here first, folks. It's a hundred and seventy-five million. People like wine. Oh, In there's California, no, there's no people, knock people to it. Love there's, wine. there's no knock to it. It was just a, a one last fact that I remembered. Wait, let me just ask you a question. For somebody who's from, you know, quote unquote, wine country in California, and I'm, you know, I'm sure you've had other types of wine. You're over 21. Where, like, where would you say is the best type of wine that you've you've drank? Like, do you think California is better than anything you're going to get in Europe? I mean, I don't know how much of a like a wine head you are. Uh, I mean, the term is wino. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I had a wine feeling, head. I, I don't. Uh, wino is not what you think it is. <laughs> so I actually. 
I had my first <laughs> wine tasting. It was, I think it was, yeah, it was last year. Me and my aunt, we went to a winery. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Uh, it's really famous. What's it called? Uh, give me two seconds. If you, if you said it, I'm sure we would at least have a general understanding. Catalina? No, not Catalina. <laughs> not Catalina. <laughs> it's a Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember off the top of my head, but you're asking me if I've had better wine other places. I'll be honest. When I travel, um, let's say I'm in the airport, I'm getting a beer. I'm not getting wine. Oh, okay. Now, I'm... Have I'm you had gonna, European wine, though? No. You have not? I'm not. I'll drink wine, but... I'm not going to buy wine for myself. Okay. I'll, if someone you. gives me a bottle of wine, I'll drink it. But okay. I'm, I'm going out, and like you guys know, you've seen the fridge. I'm getting some Bud. I'm getting some, you know, uh, not, not Bud as in Budweiser. Not well, Budweiser. I mean, I was just curious to see what- Because Joe doesn't like American-made products. I don't. We're not going to get into that. But I was he just- He doesn't I, like American I cars. Was, I was simply curious because- Is, is that why you're pointing your coming from my neck? Yes. Is this you coming at my neck? Like he, 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 BMW, what is that? Did you just ask if it's Japanese? Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no I'm German. saying, I, why, you think I drive a Japanese car? You see how, how he gets like that? That statement right there lets why you know that so he's mad so about superficial. I am mad. Why are you so <laughs> mad about it? Because I, I, I wouldn't drive a Japanese uh, the car. The Corvette's a joke, man. It uh, is. No, it's not. I don't sound like that either. Uh, the GT's there? a joke. Okay, I have a question for you, Joe. Um, you, so you, you make it known that your favorite NFL team is the Giants. Yes. I write um, for a Giants blog, yes. Do you think that Eli Manning will be in the Hall of Fame? With He does have those two Super Bowl wins over Tom. I'm going to say no because I've never been a fan of Eli. Really? Because, because if you watch him play, obviously he comes up in clutch situations, but he's almost Blake Bortles-esque because the two times that they won the Super Bowl, he had defensive teams, and then... Now, or in a few years ago, when you've asked him to do things on his own, he will throw thirty plus picks in a going season. forward though and break records. Top, doing he has it. a top paid receiver in Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. and they just got Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's and he's if, struggling. If their, if their line was half worth of anything, they I think that they could be a team. But I mean, he literally has two and a half, three seconds to get the ball out. Well, their offensive line has actually been doing better with with Eric Flowers out of there. I mean, we don't need God, to break Eric this Flowers down. was yeah. trash. I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Eric, but you are terrible. <laughs> Eric's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think this is good. I think, yeah. I think, uh, please, yeah, I think this is a really good thing that we're go- doing and getting going here with the Thursday episodes. We're going to continue with two episodes a week, mm-hmm. one on Tuesday, which is your regular analytical episode, and Thursday, we're just going to keep on mixing it up for you. Different show every week, different guest every week. Uh, thank you to Miles Gardia for coming on and being yeah, we'll, our very first guest. Miles, your, your closing statement, and then we're going to do some finishing remarks. Go All ahead. Right. Hey, I just, you know, I just, I'm really happy that you guys gave me the opportunity to just come out here and talk about football. I know you guys have been doing this for a little while, so it means a lot to just come out here and, um, you know, yeah, it's it's fun. I like being in here working with you guys, so I had a great time. Thank you. Dude, we appreciate you coming out and you know, uh, helping us start the first new phase of our production and you know it's, you were a perfect guest for the opener because you gave us a ton of a uh, ton of good content but you know sean go back to what you're saying though about uh going forward yeah going forward we're gonna keep this up hopefully uh you could reach out to us tell us if you liked it you didn't like it what well, you liked didn't like it just we we want to make this show as positive of an experience for the listeners so your feedback can help determine how it's shaped and how we move forward uh, so you can reach out to us at GTTP Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
hit us up. Mm-hmm. You can leave us a review on iTunes and Apple. I'm sorry. I just have one more thing to say. Um, the Texas Longhorns are playing Oklahoma for the Red River rivalry this week, and I got Texas by 21 points. Just okay. Put that out there. Thank you, Miles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, the 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 one thing it's it worth adding in there is. If you're interested in maybe coming on, no guarantee everyone, not everyone can come on, obviously, but hey, say maybe if you want to be a guest on a Thursday or, you know, you're some type of, or have some type of analytical background, we'd love to have you on. DM us, reach out to us if you, if you do like to listen, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Thank you from here in Ranger Studio in the beautiful Harrington School of Communications. Uh, I'm Sean Anderson, joined by Joe DeLeon. And our Um, special guest, Miles Gardia. (laughs) Thank you.